Hey, introverts, sales can be intimidating, but you have got to sell yourself. And we're going to help you do that on this edition of The Inside BS Show. Hey now, I'm Nikki G. This is The Inside BS Show. I'm here with my partner, Dave Lorenzo, the godfather of growth. Dave, how are you doing? Hey now, Nikki G. I am fabulous. How are you today? I am fabulous as well. Thank you. Today, we are going to help out our introvert friends. Dave and I have a lot of introverts who are friends of ours, and they often ask us, you know, what are ways that we can use to help us make selling easier? It just seems a little bit scary or just we we want to do it, but we just need a little bit of a fresh take on ways to make this feel more comfortable for us. So we're going to do that on today's show. Let's dive right into our content. And we're going to begin with tip number one, Dave. Seek to help, not to sell. Seek to help, not to sell. So Nikki G, here's the thing. So much of sales is about mindset that whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you have to understand that nothing happens until somebody sells something. So if there are people out there who need help and you have the ability to help them, Even if you're an introvert and you're hiding behind a rock, when you see somebody who needs help, you can run out and go, would you like some help? I'm here and I would love to help you. That's the mindset you need to have. So all of you introverts out there who would rather hide in the bathroom than go to a sales meeting, this is for you. You're not selling, you're helping. But nobody knows that you have help that you can provide. So what we're gonna talk about today is how you can offer that help to people. And tip number one is get your head on straight. Don't think of it as selling, think of it as helping. What do you think, Nikki G? Yeah, I think that's a great way to think of this is shift your mindset to helping others. And I can tell you that there are a few introverts in particular that we know that have a reputation for helping others. So for us, that's about giving before receiving, which is an excellent quality when you are selling yourself is to be known as a giver. So if you think about it that way is you want to be known as a giver and then selling is going to come easy for you because people will be coming up to you, recognizing you as someone who puts others first and that will help you. So you're thinking that it's, it's not really selling. You're developing relationships and you're establishing yourself as a someone who delivers value. I love that. I love that. It's tip number two for introverts when it comes to sales is if you're not comfortable introducing yourself, ask your friends to introduce you. This is so easy. Nikki G and I were at a conference just a little while ago and I knew a lot of people at the conference. Nikki G knew a few, but every time she was next to me, I brought her over and I said, hey, so-and-so, I want you to meet Nicola Gellarino. Hey, you, I want you to meet Nicola Gellarino. It got to the point where It just was so natural for me that even people whose names I forgot, I was just going, oh, it's so great to see you. Here's my friend, Nicola Gellarmino. So it became a great way for me to introduce her to other people. And then the ice is broken and Nicola would just say, hi, it's nice to meet you. How do you two guys know each other? And then you're off to the races having a conversation. Ask for introductions. Go into LinkedIn or you can even go to Facebook or Instagram scroll through and see who your friends know and then ask them i see that you know dave lorenzo would it be okay if we went to an event together and when dave lorenzo is there you made a personal introduction 
of Dave Lorenzo to me. And then you hung out there while we had the conversation. Because as an introvert, you don't want to initiate the contact. But once the contact is initiated, you're probably going to be okay having a conversation, especially if there's somebody next to you who can, you know, be your support system while you're having that conversation. What do you think, Nikki G? Yes, using someone else to make an introduction for you is so much easier. It removes that little bit of anxiousness associated with a cold reach out. And, and, and being on the receiving end of that recently, when Dave and I were at this conference, I can tell you the reaction that you're receiving from the person who's being introduced to you is very warm. It's, that's what it creates, is an immediate warm contact for you. So now you've removed the cold contact from the equation and you can be more at ease. It's so much easier to be yourself when that person is already interested in asking you questions about yourself when you didn't have to initiate that conversation. That's so true. And it goes right along with point number three. What's point number three, Nikki G? Bring a wing person with you. Going along with having someone to make introductions, if you travel with somebody, it's also going to help remove that anxiety for you when you're walking around the room and you want to engage with people, but you're having a little bit of a hard time doing that. That person can make the introduction for you or they can simply break the ice and having a conversation with somebody new and you can chime in when you're ready. You'll be part of the conversation, and when you're ready to make that move, you can do it. It will already be a nice, warm environment for you to participate. Here's the best part about the wingman strategy or the wing woman strategy or the wing person strategy, whatever the politically correct terminology is. Your wing person can get you out of uncomfortable conversations as well. At that same conference, some guy came running up to Nikki G, giving her a big hug like he was her long-lost brother, and she was like, I don't know who you are, and then he proceeded to go, I am so sorry, I mistook you for somebody else, but I do know this guy, Dave Lorenzo, and then he went on and on about Dave Lorenzo, and we were able to extricate ourselves from that conversation because Nicola said, I think I see somebody else over there that we need to go talk to, and we moved on to the next person. <laughs> and it was, it took an uncomfortable situation. I, I I wasn't uncomfortable because the guy didn't hug me. I mean, he hugged me at the end. He didn't come running up to me, hugging me at the beginning, but it took an uncomfortable situation and excused us, and we were able to say goodbye and extricate ourselves from that quite deftly because my wing person was good at that. What is that? Describe what you were talking about the other day, that that like bachelor pull aside. How, how does that work? Oh, what is that thing? If anyone has ever watched an episode of The Bachelor, which has been running for a lot of years now, the, the polite way that they come in and swoop the other person away in an uncomfortable situation, or in their case really is because they just want time to themselves with The Bachelor, is they come in and say, um, excuse me, can I steal him for a second? Or excuse me, can I steal her for a second? So you create a sense of urgency that you need the person who is standing next to the stranger having a conversation with. You need to get them out of there. That is a polite way to do it. So either you have to introduce them somewhere else or, or create, create, a, create some urgency such that you have something going on and you need that person and politely excuse them from the conversation. This is great for introverts. I, I love this, that you, you, you have somebody with you. Make sure they know you well enough so that they can recognize you're in an uncomfortable situation. The stranger hug was obvious, but if you don't have such an obvious circumstance, you do have someone with you that will recognize there's an uncomfortable look on your face or your body language is a little bit different, and they can rescue you from that conversation by politely grabbing you and, and asking for you to be excused excuse me can i steal you for a second from this really creepy dude <laughs> he did right. he did apologize profusely because he did not have his glasses so apparently i did look like somebody he knew 
You know what I don't do when I don't have my glasses, Nikki G? I don't run up to people and hug them without my glasses on. Good advice. <laughs> hey, introverts, here's a tip for you. If you're not wearing your glasses, don't run up to people and hug them. All right. Now, point number four is you can script your opening. I've got an entire script for you. I'm going to share it with you right now, and we're going to get Nikki G's feedback on it. Here's what I did when I – I hate it. I used to hate going to – I still hate going to Chamber of Commerce events. Now I just go to them with Nikki G, and I go, here, here's Nicola. You need to meet her. And they introduce themselves to her. Before that, before I had Nicola to go with me, what I would do is this. I would, I would walk up to people, and I would go, hello, my name is Dave. What's your name? If you introduce yourself and you don't say what's your name, they're never going to tell you. Introvert, extrovert, that's just the way people are. Hi, my name is Dave. What's your name? Obviously, put your name in where I put Dave. Hi, my name is Dave. What's your name? They're going to tell you their name. And then what you're going to say is, what do you do for work? And they're going to tell you what they do for work. Now, regardless of what they say, I clean dumpsters for a living. You say, that's fascinating. How did you get into that? That's fascinating. How did you get into that? And then you're off to the races. The idea is you want them to speak 70% of the time at least or more. So when you tell them that's fascinating, how did you get into that? They start telling you their whole life story. And then you just go, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you make those noises and I'm nodding and I'm smiling while they're talking. And they continue to talk and they continue to talk. And if they say something that has your curiosity peaked, you can say, hmm, well, describe that a little bit more or tell me a little bit more about that or go, go, go a little bit more into detail or what is that all about? And watch the reaction you get. They'll continue to talk. People are looking to talk about themselves. You're going to give them permission to do that. After those, say, five or maybe even sometimes if you're doing it right, 10 minutes passes, if you haven't found an opening for a conversation yet, Say something like, what does the rest of the year look like for you? Or if it's the beginning of the year, say, are you excited for the new year? What kind of plans or goals do you have? Those are perfectly acceptable questions at a social event or at a networking event. So I love to say, you got any plans for the next, I don't know, three to six months? And hear what they have to say. We were just at a dinner the other night, and the person who was kind of the host of the dinner said, all right, we're going to go around the room, and now I want to hear what everybody's goals are for the next six months. And at first I was like, what are we doing here? And then it actually was really interesting, and it made the dinner a lot more fun because people were sharing their goals, other people were giving them feedback and offering assistance and help, and it was just a really lively conversation. So that's the end of the script. You just say to them, what are you, what are you, what's the next three to six months look like, look like for you? What are you planning at work? Anything exciting going on at work? Do you have anything good coming up at work? I love to say to people, like for, for example, if I met Nicola, Hey, you got any big cases? And Nicola, being the professional that she is, would say, I, if I had big cases, I wouldn't be able to talk about them, young man. And, and then she would give me this stare. So, of course, I would have to ask her, well, tell me about your personal life. What's going on? How many times a day do you work out? Something like that. Nicola, what do you think? I like having a scripted opening line. And I give this advice for not just introverts, but people who are afraid of public speaking. I always tell them, just get that first line, write it out, memorize it. Because once you get that first line out, you are good to go. It will release the anxiety that you are feeling about that event. So for introverts out there, I think this is great advice. Have 
a script that you're able to use to get you through that first few minutes where you're feeling anxious, you're feeling discomfort, and then putting the conversation in the other person's hands by having these, by having these open-ended questions, Dave, like you were describing, gives you the time to sit back, wait for the right moment for you, and then you can jump into the conversation. You'll feel much more at ease and it'll make this conversation feel natural for you, even though you were feeling a little bit anxious in the beginning. That's very good advice. Now, point number five, this is gonna be a little controversial, but I promise you, I promise you, if you do this, you will win over anyone you're in a conversation with. And point number five is own your shyness. Own your shyness. If you're an introvert, just own it. Say to the person, I am not really great at this one-on-one conversation stuff. And sometimes I can find it a little difficult. So please excuse me in advance. You know what's going to happen? The person across from you is going to try to bail you out. And they're going to try to say anything they can to make you feel better. Oh, don't worry about it. It happens to me all the time. What do you do for a living? This is what I do. And would it be helpful for you if I told you a little bit about myself? They're actually going to treat you in a way that's going to put you up on a pedestal and make you feel special. So owning your shyness is a great way to take control of the conversation if you're an introvert. What do you think, Nikki Jane? Yes, I, I agree with this. I think that for extroverts, we, we get excited to help others when they say that. It's almost like you've, you've now ignited that in us that we want to be able to help you feel more comfortable in those conversations. So absolutely own, own that you, you're a little bit shy or you're, you know, this is, this is maybe not quite your thing, but you're here and you really want to be able to build new relationships and you'll be surprised how much people want to help you do that, just like we're doing here today. We want to make this more comfortable for you and I assure you that if you give some of this a try, it will help you feel that way. So we've just given you five tips to help you come out of your shell and embrace the fact that you have a valuable contribution to make to society. So if you're an introvert and you have a networking event coming up, these five tips will be incredibly powerful and helpful for you. All right, Nikki G, bring it home. For the introverts in our audience, we are looking out for you and we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share the show with another introvert or someone else in your network that you think would enjoy our show. As you know, we don't have sponsorships, so our ask for you is for you to share our show with someone else who could benefit from it. It's been great. We will see you back here tomorrow. I'm Nikki G, and you are... Dave Lorenzo, the godfather of growth. See you tomorrow.